Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. On today's Practical Pro Musician, I'm going to tell you something that might hurt your feelings. Are you ready for it? Stay tuned. We love playing music, but it seems like the odds of making a living as a professional musician are about as high as winning the lottery. So the big question is this, how do musicians like us with jobs, families, and responsibilities get from where we are today to making a practical living playing music we love? Well, my name is Daniel Hathaway, and this show will give you the answers. This is The Practical Pro Musician. Welcome back. To the Practical Pro Musician. How are you, my friend? It's me, Daniel, your host. I'm so glad that you have decided to join me once again to talk about becoming a professional musician and practical things you can do to make that happen in your life. We are called the Practical Pro Musician. That's why we're called the Practical Pro Musician, because we're talking about practical things you can do every day to become a professional musician. So the other day, and this is, I know a topic that um, comes up every once in a while. I, I was listening to another podcast, another non music related podcast. And I heard something that really caught my attention. And honestly, it kind of stung a little bit. And I was like, man, that hurts. I need to tell everyone else about that. <laughs> uh, seriously though, it, it was kind of a hard thing to hear or like, was like, man, that was kind of a, not offensive. I don't know what the right word is. It's a little harsh. Um, and, uh, but the more I thought about it, the more I think it actually is true. And so I thought I'd share that with you today and then kind of the, the thought that flows out of it. Um, and it, it comes down to this. So, um, I, I hear so many times from, from musicians, uh, sometimes listeners of this podcast or, um, people that I've spoken with other way, other ways and they email me, um, or people even that I'll meet sometimes, they'll tell me this. Um, and I always kind of have the same response, which is similar to what I heard on this podcast yesterday. It's not um, it's not as harsh as what this podcast said, uh, but it is something that that is a similar concept. So the podcast I was listening to uh, was, um, it was like a business podcast. And it's a famous quote, I think, um, uh it's a famous quote. Um, I'm not sure who said it originally, but the basic idea is this, the the person in this podcast was saying, um, 
uh, he's a guy who does like sales training, like how to present uh, from stage and sell things, you know, as a, as a businessman or whatever. Um, and he trains people on that. And so he says that people always say to him, man, selling or sales is hard. And his response to them always is, no, it's actually not hard. You're just not very good at it. Um, and that is kind of my response to a lot of people who tell me that becoming a professional musician is hard. Um, and of course the idea of becoming a professional musician seems daunting and, and, and big and, and, and really hard. Um, it's, it's a big thing, but if we break down what becoming a professional musician actually is and use a different way of describing it, well, I think we'll all see that, um, it's a simple, it's a simple thing that you have to do to become a professional musician. What do you have to do to become a professional musician? Well, one thing we've talked about before is defining what success means for you. So we're not, uh, I'm going to be a little more generic here because it could look different for you or for me or for anybody, but the basic idea, most of us, I think would agree that for us to be a professional musician, we have to get a paying gig. So really as a musician, the, the challenge is getting a gig and getting paid for it. And people might say, well, that's hard. And I'd say, well, it's not hard. You're just not very good at it yet. And, um, I'm not saying that like you don't have to put effort into it and and do it, but, but there is a way. And, and I get into this, these, this kind of water, I wade into this water where I think I make a lot of people angry when I say this and almost everyone who gets angry at me about saying what I'm about to say is someone who is a professional musician. Um, and so you're going to say, well, wait a minute. If professional musicians get mad at you about saying this, you're probably wrong. Um, but I'm not, it's okay. Um, uh, the, the people who get mad about this are actually wrong. And, uh, just like me, they've been wrong before in life and, um, I'm happy to give them the opportunity to be wrong again. And that's this. Let me tell you one thing before I get any further. Look, I am saying that becoming a professional musician is not hard. What there's not many things in life that are hard. I'll tell you what is hard. Hard things are things that happen to you. Tragedies, uh, life circumstances, awful things do happen. And I think those things are hard, but accomplishing what you dream of is not hard. It takes hard work, but it's not difficult. Um, you know, uh, I don't think, uh, unless you, uh, you know, you have, you have a disability or something. I don't think that you would say that walking is hard. Um, but there was a point at which you couldn't do it. Um, so if you were, you know, two or whatever age, I don't remember exactly how old you, you know, kids start walking. There's like a million parents. I'm a parent too. So I'm kind of embarrassed. I don't remember this, but there's a million parents being like, it's one and a half, Daniel. I don't know how old you are, but there's an age, you know, most kids start being able to walk. Um, and before that, if you could ask a kid, and I know they can't talk very well at that age either, but if you'd asked them, can, is walking easy or hard? They'd say it's hard. And you walking around as an adult, you're like, it's not really hard. You just haven't learned how to do it yet. And that is what becoming a professional musician is. It's getting gigs. You might say it's hard, but it's just because you haven't gotten good at it yet. Um, And so when I say it's not hard to become a professional musician or it's, 
it's uh, it's simple or easy, not easy, but it's it's straightforward to get gigs. Um, a lot of professional musicians hear that and they think back to all the stuff they did uh, before in their life, and uh, and and now they're professionals, so they they want to equate everything they did in life before now as having directly resulted in them becoming a professional musician, but. What the truth is, is maybe 85% of what they did in the past didn't help them at all. And they didn't really even have to do any of that. And they could have still become a professional musician if they just did the other 15%. And so that's one thing. they, They feel insulted by the idea that everything they did was he, they, 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 they take exception or offense to the idea that me they think that I'm saying everything you just did in your life was easy. And they're like, well, that wasn't easy. It was hard. And, and I agree. Uh, a lot of the stuff that many professional musicians did to become a professional musician or what they think was to become a professional musician was hard. But the reality is much of that stuff didn't actually result in them becoming a professional musician. A lot of the easy stuff they did was what resulted in it. And a lot of times what happens is this. It's kind of like the meta, the metaphorical equivalent. That's a fun mouthful. Um, it's, it's kind of like uh, I have a, a few friends who are in the medical profession. They're nurses or doctors. Um, and if... I came to, uh, we have, I have an old neighbor, Brian. He, he's, he's moved away since, but he's a, I think he's a paramedic. And if I were to ask Brian, I were to say, Brian, I want to be a paramedic. Um, what do I need to do? He'd say, well, you need to go to, uh, do this graduate work or whatever it is to become, take these studies and these medical fields. You need to specialize in this and this. Um, and I'd say, man, that sounds really, really hard. Um, and what he may not know is that I actually didn't even graduate college. And so he probably left out the part of like, you need to get your associate's degree first. He left out the basic stuff. Now, if he had said, okay, the first thing you need to do right now is get your associate's degree. Well, that's pretty straightforward. I mean, I'm not saying college is easy, but like, I know I just need to go back and go to college. That's not like hard. I'm like, all right, I'll go to college. That's pretty easy. Um, but he left it out as a professional because he's not thinking about the basic building blocks that I am lacking that he doesn't even know that I'm lacking when he's describing the process to me. And I think a lot of professional musicians, when they give advice to other aspiring professional musicians, they don't realize that many of us have not done the really easy, basic things. It's like, it's, it'd be like, um, if I hadn't even graduated from middle school, let's say I'm an adult now, I, I dropped out of middle school and never even went to high school. But then I asked my neighbor, um, my neighbor, Brian, Hey, how do, how do I do what you did as a, to become a paramedic? He'd start saying, well, you need to get your, you need to go to get a graduate degree here. And me having never even gone to high school, think about man, going and getting my, I could, you know, going to college right now seems really impossible. And it's like, well, no, there's actually a few steps first that are really easy. And, and along the way, they actually are pretty simple. And on the same token, like when I asked, if I were to ask my friend Brian about becoming a paramedic, most of the time he doesn't describe 
the college that he, you know, he doesn't say, oh, well, first you need to uh, go to a community college and just do general studies. Uh, and then you need to become an English major. And then you need to change your mind to become a physics major. And then you need to, to change your mind again. You need to take a break for a year from college, uh, just work a day job in fast food, um, and then go back to college. And then you need to um, become a become a veterinarian medicine major, major um, and do that for a while and then get discouraged because it's not really what you thought it was and then decide to become a paramedic and then go to college and become a paramedic. He doesn't describe that. Why? Because a lot of that was stuff that was unique to him but has nothing to do with where he ended up as far as the actual practical steps he would need to take. He could have skipped all that and he does probably skip all that and just say, go to school to become a paramedic and you'll become a paramedic. All the other stuff that he did before, you know, in between there, it did affect his journey because he got him to where he's at now. But that's not something that everyone else has to replicate in order to get to that goal. And so many times I see professional musicians giving advice that is a way further down the path and super, it's like the last 5% that they did is what they describe as everything they did to become a professional musician and they leave out the other 95% and they don't realize there's this big disconnect between what they're sharing and what most of us as musicians, where we're at right now. And so that's what this podcast is about. That's what this whole podcast is about. That's about everything of what I do is about is there's this other 95% that is similar for all of us Um, who've become professional musicians. And a lot of it's just uh, that our professionals now, we just kind of gloss over it or take it for granted. Um, And so that's what this podcast is for, is to not take it for granted. So to get back to my first point, which is this, if you can at least concede or at least understand that, yes, there are a lot of things along the way that all of us probably have done to get to where, uh, along the way of getting to where we're at now that were unnecessary. And those things did not actually cause us to be where we're at now. There are some things we just make that are, there, there are, we do just make mistakes sometimes. Um, and, um, you know, I might still be a professional musician if um, I didn't work in like a music CD warehouse thing for a year, um, for example. Um, and I'm not going to advise anybody else to go do that in order to become a professional musician like I was, um, because I don't think that's connected. So again, there's, there's just so many other things in life that, uh, that aren't necessarily connected to becoming a professional musician. And if you were to cut all that stuff out and actually find what the similarities are between people who became professional musicians, you'd find that there's almost all of it is the same. Um, and so Finding gigs is not hard. Getting paid gigs is not hard. You're just not good enough at it yet, probably. Uh, I don't know you personally, so but but chances are, if you feel like it's hard, you haven't practiced enough at the art of getting gigs. Um, that's a thing in and of itself. Um, and I think I've shared on this podcast before that once you decide that you are a professional musician, your job function changes. What your job is every day changes. You go from just wanting to play music every day, your job then becomes finding and keeping gigs. So if your job is finding and keeping gigs as a musician, 
then that means that's a skill that you need to make sure that you learn. So what are you doing to learn and practice the skill of getting gigs? That's what I want to leave you with today. Um, I'm going to talk more in future episodes coming up soon about that exact topic. What can you do? What are specific things you can do to practice the art of getting gigs? Uh, But for now, I want you to recognize that it is a skill. It is something you can learn how to do and get good at. And that's something that most people who are playing music and getting, even becoming great musicians uh, ignore. And I don't want you to ignore it. I want you to become a professional musician if that's what you want to do. Um, I know some people listen to this podcast just because they love my beautiful baritone voice. <laughs> um, but if you're listening and you want to become a professional musician, um, think about things you can do to actually practice the art of getting gigs. And what are little pieces of that that you can work on? All right, so thanks for joining me today. I'm so glad you could join me here on The Practical Pro Musician. Hey, go to promusician.org, click on that enroll button or join waitlist button and join us in the Pro Musician Alliance. I'd love to see you there. Um, And we'll talk again soon. Bye for now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.